When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, the Black Friday Order 66 sale is now available just under two weeks to grab any item of your choice. Well, I guess of the three or whatever else you might want. I'm giving away 500 bucks to one lucky winner that posts this on their Instagram and tags me once the item does arrive. And we'll do some more giveaways as well, but uh, we're just going to start off with this one. So just under two weeks left, go grab it. Link is in the description. Thanks so much for supporting the channel and Vader Episode 2. Have a great day and see you in the video. You know, a common comment that I see online quite a bit, whether it be X, Twitter, or Instagram, or YouTube, is in regards to how the prequel trilogy has aged over time. And many people say that, you know, when the prequels came out, people really didn't like it. I was nine years old when episode one came out. I was 12 when episode two came out and 15 when episode three came out. I loved all of them. I literally thought I was Anakin at the time. You know, if social media was around back then like it is today, man, the memes, the, everything, <laughs> it, it would be... Yeah. Anyways, I was one of those kids that like literally built Anakin's love, sewed everything together and then put like black duct tape on it and did the buckles and everything and then made the robe and had the force effects lightsaber that I got for Christmas and literally spent hours upon hours upon hours every single day in my room in front of the mirror pretending to be Anakin. Uh, delusional, but a huge fan. <laughs> that was my youth. So yeah, you know, the prequels did definitely age over time nicely. Uh, I think a lot of the people who is made for, it, which was a younger generation, but also telling the story of Anakin Skywalker uh, linearly, congruently with the original trilogy, which mind you had a major tonal difference. I fully acknowledge that. And I can see why many people would be disillusioned with the prequel trilogy. But as we got older, the kids who really loved the prequels, now my age, I'm 33, loved the prequels. And my channel, I can say this confidently, was the only channel that talked about the prequel trilogy and Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan more than anyone else that I've seen on the internet. And now Anakin and Obi-Wan are, you know, the in thing. But back then when I started the channel, they weren't all that much. You know, it wasn't really super, uh, people weren't really vocal about it, about the prequel trilogy. And I always stuck to my guns. I always had Anakin and Obi-Wan in the background and, you know, the, the cardboard cutouts. And I was, was very loyal to them because I really loved them. And that's always kind of been a staple of the channel. I talk about what I love, what I really appreciate. And the prequels is, of course, one of them. Now, the question is, will the sequel trilogy age just like the prequels did? And in my opinion, I don't think so. It's logical to assume that they will because looking at history, okay, well, people didn't like episode five and six when it came out, let's say. Um, and that's what some people say. And now they do. It's a classic. You know, everyone says episode five is the best one. I think episode six is the best one, but arguable. Uh, episode five is a beautiful movie too. Depends on your mood. And then the prequels aged really nicely. So we have... <laughs> You know, that kind of consensus and information. So will the same happen by default if we study the pattern with the sequel trilogy? And in my opinion, I don't think so. The sequel trilogy was not made by George Lucas. It was disjointed. It was made by two different writers. Seven and nine were made by J.J. Abrams. Seven was created from scratch from J.J., and then eight came in there with Ryan Johnson, and he completely just changed the script, flipped the script, like Johnny Lawrence would say. And it's completely different. Then we got nine, which really just 
reversed everything from eight and it was like a pissing contest between the two that's what many fans say it's what it looks like you know and you can come up with your own consensus as well but i don't think it tells the story the way star wars the first six movies did at least with the first six even there's a major tonal difference between one to three and then four to six you know it's it's the same story it's about darth vader it's about anakin skywalker the Jedi, the fall of the Jedi, the rise of the Empire, rise of the Sith, fall of the Sith, fall of the Empire. And you get that in the film. It's about the main character. Then the sequels really deviate, not only deviated from the main characters, right? It should have been about Luke Skywalker. It should have been about the legacy of the Skywalkers and continuing Luke's story, then transitioning and giving the baton off, handing the torch off to whoever else, Ray, whatever, whoever, Jason, Solo, whatever, whoever you want it to be. You know, Kira, which was what her name was supposed to be originally, Ray. And I just feel that with the sequel trilogy that we got, it was there was no real planning whatsoever. And it was really just off the seat of their pants. It was just like, okay, hey, we gotta come up with something. We gotta do it for our quarter. Uh, for the Disney quarter, the fiscal year, and we got to get all our money in, blah, blah, blah. You can read this in Bob Iger's book. It talks about it, how they were really kind of rushing out projects to hit good numbers for their year end, um, for their board of directors or their board of um, stockholders, shareholders, so that, you know, they're happy or whatever, so they make their money and to kind of get the analytics in. And that is where the problem lies, is that it was a major business move and not so much a passion move, a move to tell a story and they rushed it out. It wasn't thought out. Nothing was really prepared or planned and it was just milked. And so this is the reason why the sequel trilogy will never, in my opinion, age as nicely as the prequels did. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. None of us will know until, you know, another 20 years passes or so, um, 15 years passes, and then we'll know for sure. So 2015, so by 2030, we'll have, you know, a general idea of how we feel about the sequels, you know, if after it's aged. So we got another six years minimum, right? So, you know, I, I wish I loved the sequel trilogy. I wish it was what I wanted it to be, but it's not. And um, I recognize that. And that's why I only see one to six as true Star Wars, in my opinion. But I just don't think it's going to really age as nicely as the prequel trilogy did. And maybe I'm wrong, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. And I want you guys to let me know what you think in the comments. Is it going to age as well or are we doomed? You know, but then that also gives rise to other things like things that we really like today. Are we going to later see it and be like, oh, I don't know if I really like it anymore. Kind of like Mando season one. Is it going to age well? I don't know. Time will tell. But I think with stories that typically have a very linear way of storytelling and aren't so disjointed and don't cancel each other out, you know, season to season, episode to episode, um, I think have a much better chance of standing the test of time, whereas sequels don't because they are so mismanaged and uh, you have a lot of characters that you build up and destroy. I mean, Phasma is just one of them. Finn reduced to nothing. Rose Tico was pointless. Uh, they gave all of these characters that they built up to be something really no airtime, no screen time, and just like ruin their character by turning him to like a, a babbling idiot, essentially. Kind of like Taika Waititi does to his male characters, I find, like in Thor Love and Thunder. Turns him into a joke. And I feel like Finn honestly had such a great potential, but they reduced him to a literally bumbling idiot, screaming Ray every few minutes. That's all he had to say. Um, I think they really dropped the ball with the sequel trilogy. I think that's the reason why fans are really falling out of interest with Star Wars. And you can see that. You can see that in um, posts, articles, YouTube videos, analytics, all over the board. Disney stock, everywhere. You know, Disney Nielsen views. 
um, for their shows, for Star Wars shows. And so I feel like the only way to come out of this now is to really create some good projects with some very talented people who understand Star Wars, like Dave Filoni, like John Favreau, you know, get them together with Tony Gilroy and, uh, you know, I'm starting to sound like Mahler. You know, next thing you know, he'll start touting Dave. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see what happens, man. But, you know, you need an amalgamation of a lot of really good creative minds that not only know how to tell stories, but also Star Wars stories because it's very different. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But I, I don't think the sequels will age as nicely as the prequels did. Let me know what you think. Have a great day. May the Force be with you. Always.